Stefan Tuitt hasn't been able to get on the field yet, but he sure made a big, big impact on the 2021 season yesterday. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. Comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer up Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates, right where you found this. Management and player got together, as everyone had been expecting, and worked out a restructuring of Tuitt's contract, specifically his base salary for the coming season, which was $7.925 million, was converted entirely into a signing bonus, which through the magic of capology, created $6.34 million in cap space. Voila! Just like that! <laughs> That's Omar Khan's magic, I guess. Actually, it's pretty basic stuff. And again, it's something that we'd been discussing, including on this show, for months. There's also the possibility that the Steelers could work out a restructure with Chris Boswell, although that would only get them around a million. So how much space is there now? And what might Kevin Colbert and staff do with it? That's, as always, hard to gauge. But the first thing you have to come up with is a dollar figure. And the best estimates that I could produce on this is that the Steelers have roughly, at the moment, $18 million in cap space, which sounds fantastic, which sounds like go out and get anybody you want. It's actually not like that. So before anybody gets excessively excited about this, know that there's X amount of dollars that the team has to commit or Colbert's preferences insist that he commits to the season itself. I'll give you a couple examples. The practice squad will end up costing the Steelers somewhere between $2 million and $3 million. You can sneeze at that if you want, but those guys aren't working for free. So right off the bat, you're down by that amount. There are two additional players that'll have to be added to the 53-man roster. So that's another small-ish, you would think, chunk of change, but it's not nothing. And then there's an arbitrary number of $5 million that Colbert has talked about openly wanting to take into each season as emergency money if something happens, if the quarterback gets hurt, if he needs to make a move to replace a really valuable player, he's not sitting there with his hands tied. If, for example, Sean Davis gets hurt, after week two, and you say, 
Wow, where are we going to find a safety? Oh, hey, look, it's the dolphins on the phone. You're not worrying about what it would cost, money-wise, cap space-wise, to add Minka Fitzpatrick to your roster. You get the idea. You start chipping away at these things, and there are a couple others, and the dollar figure, what's actually left to be spent, is probably more in the range of... Seven million, maybe even less, but it's seven million. And who thought there would be or could be seven million sitting around less than a month before the kickoff in Buffalo? This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by Point Park University. Choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees. Choose how and where you'll take these programs, whether it's at Point Park's gorgeous downtown Pittsburgh campus, whether it's online, or maybe you'd prefer some flexible hybrid format. Learn more about all of this at pointpark.edu. One more time, that's pointpark.edu. But I know what everyone wants to hear, and that's that Colbert has something in mind. He has something in mind. Well, let, let's get the obvious one out of the way. The obvious one is that this money would go toward a signing bonus for T.J. Watt's massive extension that's coming. And there's some sense to that, because the more of it that you put up front, uh, the more likely you are first of all, to get a deal done. And remember, it takes two to do that. But you're also putting yourself in a better cap position for the future, which does matter. It might not feel like it now, but it does. Yes, the Steelers have way, way, way more flexibility in coming years as it relates to the cap. We've talked a lot about the $60 million plus they're sitting on in 2022, but again, if you have a chance to address something now and make things better for the future, you can do that. So let's get that out of the way that maybe this could be some component of TJ's extension. But let's also say that it isn't because that's way more fun. Because now you can start talking about positions and you can start talking, all right, well, what's left? What What's there that you'd really want to address? If you have this amount of money sitting around, the truth is, if you look at the prices that the Steelers paid for Trey Turner, for Melvin Ingram, and now for Joe Schobert, you know, they've been shopping at Family Dollar. That's how this has worked out for Colbert and Khan. So they could theoretically address a couple of positions. The cream of the crop of free agents are long gone. And the guys who are remaining are wondering whether or not they should be thinking about their next line of work in life. So you're not going to overpay for anybody. What are the positions that you'd consider? Uh, I'm going to keep pounding the drum for the offensive line. I'm going to beat the drum. I'm going to smash the kit into pieces. Because anything and everything that you can add 
to this line would be good. Yes, there have been a couple of pleasant surprises there, but I'm worried about Zach Banner's knee, about his inability to practice on consecutive days, about the fact that he hasn't been out there yet in a game. And if for whatever reason he isn't able to practice today and or tomorrow, that means he's not going to get into the game, I guarantee you this, Saturday night against the Lions. And that's going to be problematic in and of itself. That's why the Steelers have had Dan Moore, the rookie, switching from left tackle to right to try to make sure that he has reps over there in case he's needed. That is not ideal. This offensive line situation already was not ideal. So, you know, poke around. See who's out there. Always offensive linemen. Always offensive linemen available. And again, at this stage, they won't cost much. How about corner? How about corner? And no, I'm not saying this because Quez Watkins produced a 79-yard touchdown the other night in Philadelphia. We've been over that. I'm saying it because, you know, the perfect situation still is putting Cam Sutton back inside and getting somebody who can handle right outside corner. Maybe that is James Pierre. Heck, maybe it's Justin Lane. He's had a couple of picks in practices of late. But maybes really don't do much for you out there. And now that you've gone through the whole defense and Schobert really addressed the, the one major lingering concern that I had at inside linebacker, why not continue looking at whatever is available on the corner market? Or heck, just go get them both. You know, be a big spender. You've got all this cash now. When we come back, just one question. It's time for Just One Question. That's brought to you always on this program by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George, LGKG. They represent people who are hurt in car accidents, who need assistance with workers' comp, who filed medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG pride themselves that when they make you a promise, they will keep that promise. They've been doing that in our region for over 80 years. Years. Learn more at lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. And today's J1Q comes from Jeff, who asks, Given the way the Steelers' preseason has gone to date and other snippets from practice online, it looks to me like Presley Harvin III has the punter's job in the bag. What is it that we aren't seeing? Jeff, what you're seeing is what I'm seeing, my man. It's funny. The preseason game the other night in Philly, Harvin was maybe my star of the night, even though he never had a chance to punt. It's funny. Jordan Berry got the first half. Harvin was supposed to get the second. But in the second, the Steelers never had to punt because they were so effective offensively, primarily due to Dwayne Haskins' efficiency. That said, 
in the pregame. And I tend to arrive really early into a stadium before an NFL game, especially on the road. Harvin was just doing terrible things to the football. And you could tell from his body language that he wasn't even really, really letting it fly. But he's putting up practice puns. And understand, these are, you know, not under duress. There's there's a snap that comes his way. Cam Kennedy will still line up and get it back to him. So he has to go through the motion, and he's got the helmet on, and there's somebody back over in the Philadelphia end where their warm-ups are going on who catches the ball. But otherwise, it's it's not a game situation. Still, the distance, the hang. We're talking about routinely 55 yards in the air. Routinely. And then when he would start doing directional kicks, which are part of everybody's warm-up, he was nailing those two one foot, two feet inside whichever sideline was chosen. Uh, that doesn't mean that he'll be able to do that September 12 in Buffalo. We don't know that. He's a kid. He's a rookie. My guess is that like every rookie, he's going to have points in his season where you go, wow, geez, really? Was this a mistake? I mean, at least with Barry, you knew you were going to get dot, 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 dot. But I don't think so. There's also a very easily detectable poise with Harvin. Just from the way he carries himself, the way he talks, uh, you can tell this isn't someone who's going to get completely blown away by being in front of 70,000 vaccinated western new yorkers he's he's going to be he's going to be in the moment and he's going to be effective yes the answer to your question is yes he will be the steelers punter in 2021 barring an unforeseen circumstance such as an injury here in camp uh, and he will be i believe a really good one with the potential to be significantly more. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. I'll be back over at Heinz Field today, and we'll do another one of these shows tomorrow morning. 